0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the CoreCast. I'm your host, Chris Harris. I'm a certified personal trainer and Pilates instructor. I've been working with clients for over 17 years, helping them get stronger, move better, and recover from injury. And I'm going to share some of the things that I've learned from my experience with you. Today's episode is going to focus on the concept of neutral in respect to the spine and pelvis. We're going to explore the definition of neutral and discuss ways to develop and achieve that position in the body. We're going to begin by looking at the anatomy of the spine and pelvis, which can help paint a better picture of what neutral position looks like. We're also going to look at some ways that you can evaluate your own neutral position and then some common deviations from neutral. And we'll suggest some ways to help improve body awareness and postural alignment, including some exercises that can be helpful. A neutral spine and pelvis are the foundation of a strong and healthy body. The term neutral refers to the optimal alignment of these structures that allows for the most efficient and balanced posture and movement. A neutral spine maintains its natural curves, with three main curves, the cervical curve, which is in the neck, the thoracic curve, which is in the upper back, and the lumbar curve, which is in the lower back, in their proper alignment. The pelvis is also in a neutral position when it is aligned with the spine, neither tilted forward, which is known as an anterior pelvic tilt, nor backward, which is known as a posterior pelvic tilt. In this neutral position, the pelvis and spine are in their most stable and aligned state, promoting optimal muscle activation, joint mobility, and overall body mechanics. Understanding the importance of a neutral spine and pelvis is crucial for maintaining proper alignment, preventing injuries, And optimizing movement efficiency. One discipline that places a strong emphasis on achieving and maintaining a neutral spine and pelvis is Pilates. Pilates is a mind body exercise method that focuses on core strength, flexibility, and body awareness. And by incorporating specific exercises and principles, Pilates helps individuals develop a strong and stable core while promoting a neutral spine and pelvis. We're gonna take a look at the structure of the spine next. The spine is truly a remarkable and vital part of our body's structure. It's comprised of a series of individual bones called vertebrae that are stacked on top of each other, forming a flexible and protective column. The spine consists of four main regions, cervical, which is the neck, thoracic, which is the upper back, lumbar, which is the lower back, the sacrum, and the coccyx, which is the tailbone. Each vertebrae has a hollow, tunnel-like structure called the vertebral foramen, which collectively forms the vertebral canal. This canal protects the delicate spinal cord, which is a bundle of nerves that transmits signals between the brain and the rest of the body. The spinal cord runs through the center of the vertebral canal, while the nerves branch out through small openings between the vertebrae called intervertebral foramina. Now, we're going to talk about the concept of neutral spine position. Neutral spine refers to the natural alignment and curvature of the spine that helps maintain optimal balance, stability, and support for the body. It is a position where the three natural curves of the spine are maintained without excessive flexion, meaning forward bending, or extension, which is backwards bending. In the cervical region, the spine has a slight inward curve called lordosis. The thoracic region has a gentle outward curve called kyphosis, which helps protect the vital organs in the chest. The lumbar region also has a natural inward curve called lordosis. These three curves work together to evenly distribute the forces and pressure placed on the spine during various activities. Achieving and maintaining a neutral spine position is crucial for spinal health and overall body mechanics. It helps us distribute weight evenly, Reduces the risk of injury and minimizes strain on the surrounding muscles, ligaments, and discs. It also allows for efficient movement and proper alignment of the joints. To find your neutral spine position, imagine a straight line passing through the earlobe, shoulder, hip, and ankle. This alignment helps to ensure that the natural curves of the spine are maintained. Engaging the core muscles, such as the deep abdominals and back muscles, can also support a neutral spine position. It's important to note that maintaining a neutral spine position is not just relevant during activities like lifting, heavy objects, or exercising, but should also be practiced during everyday tasks like sitting, standing, and even sleeping. Regularly being mindful of your posture and making ergonomic adjustments can greatly contribute to spinal health. The connection between the spine and pelvis is crucial for maintaining that neutral spine position. The pelvis is a bony structure that supports the weight of the upper body and transfers it to lower limbs. It forms a strong foundation for the spine and plays a significant role in maintaining proper posture and alignment. In a neutral spine position, the pelvis is in a balanced and stable position, which allows for optimal alignment of the spine. When the pelvis is properly aligned, it helps maintain the natural curves of the spine and minimizes excessive stress on the surrounding structures. To better understand this connection, let's consider the two main pelvic positions, anterior pelvic tilt and posterior pelvic tilt. Anterior pelvic tilt occurs when the front of the pelvis rotates forward, causing the lower back to arch excessively. In this position, the natural curves of the spine are exaggerated, leading to increased strain on the lower back muscles and potentially contributing to pain and discomfort. The posterior pelvic tilt is the opposite, the back of the pelvis rotates forward, causing the lower back to round excessively. In this position, the natural curves of the spine are flattened or even reversed, which can also lead to discomfort and improper weight distribution. To achieve a neutral spine position, the pelvis should be in that state of neutral pelvic alignment. This means that the pelvis is neither tilted too far forward nor too far backward, but rather in a balanced position. The natural curves of the spine are maintained, promoting better posture, stability, and overall spinal health. And while the neutral spine is generally considered the ideal posture for most individuals, it can vary from person to person due to several factors. Here's some reasons why neutral spine can vary. Number one is structural differences. Each person's spine has a unique structural characteristic, including the shape and curvature of the vertebrae. Some individuals naturally have more pronounced or flatter curves in their spine, which can influence their neutral spine position. These structural differences can affect how the spine naturally aligns and what is considered neutral for each person. Number two is individual anatomy. Individual anatomical variations such as length and flexibility of muscles, ligaments, and tendons can also affect the neutral spine. For example, someone with a naturally tight hip flexors or a shorter torso may have a slightly different neutral spine position compared to someone with more flexibility or a longer torso. Number three is previous injuries or conditions. Past injuries, such as herniated discs or spinal fractures, can affect the neutral spine position. In these cases, individuals may need to modify their neutral spine position to avoid exacerbating their condition or to accommodate any physical limitations resulting from the injury. Number four is postural habits and lifestyle. Daily habits and lifestyle factors can influence a person's individual neutral spine position. For instance, individuals who spend long hours sitting or performing repetitive tasks may develop muscular imbalances or postural habits that can alter their neutral spine position. These habits can shift the alignment of the spine and may require corrective measures to restore proper alignment. Number five is body awareness and muscle imbalances. Some individuals may lack body awareness and struggle to find their neutral spine position. Muscle imbalances such as weak core muscles or tight hip flexors can also impact the ability to maintain a neutral spine. Addressing these imbalances through exercises and stretches can help individuals achieve their optimal neutral spine position. It's important to note while there may be variations in the neutral spine position, maintaining good posture and alignment is still crucial for overall spinal health it's recommended to consult with a healthcare professional such as a physical therapist or chiropractor who can assess your individual needs and guide you in finding and maintaining your specific neutral spine position. To find your neutral pelvic alignment, you may want to imagine a bowl of water resting on your pelvis. In a neutral position, the water would be level and not spilling forward or backward. This visualization can help you align your pelvis properly, allowing for neutral spine position. It's important to note that maintaining a neutral spine and pelvis position is an ongoing practice that requires awareness and conscious effort. Regular exercise, stretching, and strengthening of the core and hip muscles can help support proper alignment and reduce the risk of developing poor posture or spinal issues. Maintaining neutral alignment, specifically in the spine and pelvis, can offer several benefits for overall posture, movement, and musculoskeletal health. Here's some key advantages. Number one is reduced strain on the spine. Neutral alignment helps to distribute the load evenly throughout the spine, reducing excessive stress on specific areas. This can alleviate pain and discomfort in the neck, shoulders, lower back, and hips, which are common problem areas when alignment is compromised. Number two is improved posture. Neutral alignment promotes proper posture by aligning the natural curves of the spine. It helps prevent slouching, rounded shoulders, and excessive arching or flattening of the back. Good posture not only improves appearance, but also allows for better breathing, digestion, and overall body mechanics. Number three is enhanced balance and stability. Maintaining a neutral spine and pelvis position provides a stable base for movement. It improves balance and coordination, making it easier to perform daily activities, sports, and exercises, With better stability, the risk of falls and injuries is reduced. Number four is optimal joint function. When the spine and pelvis are in neutral alignment, it allows for optimal joint function. Joints can move freely and smoothly, reducing the risk of joint pain, stiffness, and dysfunction. Proper alignment also helps protect the cartilage and other soft tissues within the joints. Number five is efficient movement and energy conservation. Neutral alignment promotes efficient movement patterns. When the body is properly aligned, muscles and joints can work together more effectively, reducing unnecessary strain and fatigue. This allows for better energy conservation and improved performance in various physical activities. Number six is prevention of musculoskeletal imbalances. Maintaining neutral alignment helps prevent musculoskeletal imbalances and asymmetries. When the spine and pelvis are misaligned, it can lead to muscle imbalances, tightness, and weakness. And these imbalances can contribute to postural abnormalities, chronic pain, and increased injury risk. And number seven is enhanced body awareness. Paying attention to neutral alignment cultivates body awareness. It helps individuals become more conscious of their posture, movement habits, and the position of their spine and pelvis. And this awareness can lead to better body mechanics, self-correction, of alignment issues, and improved overall body control. While a professional evaluation from a healthcare provider or physical therapist is the most accurate way to assess spinal and pelvic alignment, there are a few self-assessment techniques that can provide a general idea of your alignment. Here's some methods you can try. Number one is standing posture. Stand with your feet hip-width apart and parallel. Look in a mirror or have someone take a photo of your side profile. Check for the following. Head position. Your head should be aligned with your shoulders, not jutting forward or excessively tilted. Your shoulder position. Shoulders should be level and not rounded forward. Spinal curves. Your spine should have natural curves with the neck slightly curved inward. That's that lordotic curve. Upper back slightly curved outward. That's that kyphotic curve. And lower back slightly curved inward. Again, that lordotic curve. Pelvic position. Your pelvis should be level not tilted forward or backward. Imagine that bowl of water on your pelvis. It should be balanced. Number two is your sitting posture. Sit on a firm chair with feet flat on the ground and check for the following. Your spinal curves. Ensure that your back maintains its natural curves, avoiding slouching or excessive arching. And pelvic position. Your pelvis should be in that neutral position, neither tilted forward nor backward. Number three is body awareness, closing your eyes and trying to sense your body's alignment. Pay attention to the position of your head, shoulders, spine, and pelvis, and notice if you feel any imbalances, asymmetries, or areas of tension. It's important to note that that self-assessment is not as accurate as a professional evaluation, and it may be challenging to identify subtle misalignments or imbalances on your own. To develop that self-awareness and identify deviations from a neutral spine and pelvis, some of these Pilates exercises can be helpful. Number one is a pelvic tilt. Standing with your feet hip width apart and placing your hands on your hips, gently tilt your pelvis forward, exaggerating the arch in your lower back. Then tilt your pelvis backwards, flattening your lower back. Find the midpoint where your pelvis is in a neutral position. This exercise helps you to understand the range of motion in your pelvis and how it affects your spinal alignment. Number two is wall alignment. Standing with your back against a wall with your heels, buttocks, shoulders, and head touching the wall. Take note of any gaps or areas where you're not in contact with the wall. This exercise helps you become aware of any imbalances or asymmetries in your posture. The cat cow stretch. Beginning on all fours with your hands under your shoulders and knees under your hips, inhale and arch your back, lifting your chest and tailbone towards the ceiling. This would be your cat pose. Exhale and round your back, tucking your chin towards your chest and tailbone under, and that's your cow pose. Move between these two positions, paying attention to the position of your spine and pelvis. This exercise can help you feel the movement and alignment of your spine. Some other ways that you can develop self-awareness and identify deviations include a mirror check. Stand in front of a mirror and observe your posture from different angles. Pay attention to the alignment of your head, shoulders, spine, and pelvis, and notice if there's any deviations from a neutral position, such as the forward head posture or uneven shoulders. Use this visual feedback to assess your alignment. And number two is body scan. Lie down on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes and mentally scan your body from head to toe, focusing on each area individually. Observe any sensations, imbalances, or areas of tension. This exercise helps you to develop a deeper connection with your body and become more aware of any deviations from a neutral position. Remember, these exercises are meant to enhance your self-awareness, but they may not provide an accurate diagnosis or treatment plan. If you have concerns about your spinal and pelvic alignment or experience pain or discomfort, it's always best to consult with a healthcare professional for proper assessment and guidance we're going to talk a little bit about some common postural deviations and their potential impact on the body. The first is the forward head posture. We've been talking about this. This is characterized by the head protruding forward from the neutral position, often associated with rounded shoulders. It can lead to muscle imbalances in the neck and upper back, causing tension, headaches, and increased risk of neck and shoulder injuries. Second is rounded shoulders. That occurs when the shoulders roll forward, causing the upper back to hunch. This posture can lead to muscle imbalances, specifically weak upper back muscles and tight chest muscles. It can result in shoulder pain, reduced shoulder mobility, and increased risk of shoulder injuries. The third is anterior pelvic tilt. Again, we're talking about when the pelvis tilts forward, causing that excessive arch in the lower back. It leads to tight hip flexors and lower back muscles, weak gluteal muscles, and abdominal muscles. This posture may result in low back pain, hip pain, and decreased stability in the core and pelvis, and the posterior pelvic tilt. Again, the opposite of the anterior pelvic tilt, the pelvis tilts backwards, flattening the lower back, leading to tight hamstrings, weak abdominals, and gluteal muscles. And this posture contributes to low back pain, reduced hip mobility, and poor posture. A sway back posture is characterized by an excessive inward curve of the lower back and a forward shift of the upper body. It can lead to muscle imbalances such as weak abdominals and gluteal muscles, tight lower back and hip flexor muscles, and this can result again in lower back hip pain and decreased stability in the core and pelvis. Kyphosis is an excessive rounding of the upper back, often referred to as a hunchback posture. It results from poor posture, again those weak back muscles, and tight chest muscles. can lead to upper back pain, limited shoulder mobility, and increased risk of spinal compression fractures. And the last one is scoliosis, which is a sideways curvature of the spine, typically in an S or C shape. It can cause a symmetry in the shoulders, hips, and waist. Depending on the severity, scoliosis can lead to muscle imbalances, back pain, reduced flexibility, and potential breathing difficulties. It's really important to note that postural deviations can vary in severity and impact from person to person. And seeing a healthcare professional, if you have concerns, is always the best thing to do. They can provide tailored exercises, treatments, or referrals to address your specific needs. Engaging core muscles in cru- is crucial for maintaining proper spinal curvature and supporting good posture. Want to go over a few steps to help you engage your core muscles effectively. Number one is finding that neutral spine. Standing or sitting in a comfortable position with your feet hip-width distance apart, placing your hands on your hips, and tilting your pelvis forward and backwards, find that midpoint where your pelvis is in neutral position. This aligns your spine in its natural curvature. We talked about that a little earlier. Number two is activating your deep core muscles. The deep core muscles, such as the transverse abdominis, the multifidus, and pelvic floor muscles play a vital role in stabilizing the spine. And to engage them, imagine pulling your belly button towards your spine without holding your breath. This activates the deep core muscles and creates a gentle contraction in your abdomen. It's really important to maintain proper breathing. While engaging your core, it's essential to maintain that normal breathing. Breathe deeply into your diaphragm, allowing your rib cage to expand laterally and your abdomen to rise slightly. Avoid shallow chest breathing as it can lead to tension in the neck and shoulders. Practice core strengthening exercises regularly. It helps to strengthen and reinforce proper spinal alignment. Examples include planks, bird dogs, bridges, and dead bugs. However, it's important to perform these exercises with proper form and under the guidance of a qualified fitness professional to avoid injury. Be mindful of your posture throughout the day. Engaging your core is not just for exercise. It should be a conscious effort throughout the day. Whether you're sitting at a desk, standing, or lifting objects, be mindful of maintaining good posture and engaging your core to support your spine. And as always, seek professional guidance if needed. If you have specific concerns about engaging your core, Or maintaining proper spinal curvature, it can be beneficial to consult with a physical therapist, chiropractor, or certified personal trainer. They can provide personalized guidance, assess your posture, and recommend exercises or techniques tailored to your needs. Remember that engaging the core is a habit that requires practice and consistency. Over time, with conscious effort and strengthening exercises, it can become second nature and contribute to better posture and spinal health. Muscle imbalances and postural habits can lead to discomfort, pain, and potential injury. Here are some strategies to help overcome those issues. Number one is identify and address specific muscle imbalances. So assessing your posture and identifying any areas of weakness or tightness is really important. Common imbalances include weak glutes, tight hip flexors, and weak upper back muscles. Once identified, incorporate exercises that target these specific areas to restore balance. For example, if you have weak glutes, focus on exercises like squats, lunges, and hip thrusts to strengthen them. You want to stretch tight muscles. Tight muscles can contribute to poor posture. Stretching exercises can help lengthen and release tension in these muscles. Focus on areas such as the hip flexors, chest, and upper back. Incorporate stretching into your daily routine, both before and after exercise. Strengthen weak muscles. Weak muscles can be strengthened through targeted exercises. Work on strengthening the muscles that support good posture, such as your core, glutes, and upper back. Incorporate exercises like planks, deadlifts, rows, and shoulder retractions into your workout routine. Always practice good posture. We've talked about this a lot. Be mindful of your posture throughout the day. Maintaining that neutral spine, avoid slouching around your shoulders, and keep your head aligned with your spine. Regularly checking in with your posture, adjust as needed throughout the day. Take frequent breaks from prolonged sitting or standing. Prolonged sitting or standing can contribute to muscle imbalances and poor posture. Take regular breaks to stretch, move around, and change positions. Set reminders to stand up and stretch every 30 minutes if you have a a sedentary job. Use props and ergonomic equipment. Utilizing props and ergonomic equipment can support good posture. For example, using a lumbar roll or pillow for lower back support while sitting. Adjust your desk, chair, or computer setup to ensure proper alignment and minimize strain. And again, seeking that professional help if needed is always a great idea from a physical therapist, chiropractor, or certified postural specialist. They can assess those specific needs and provide guidance, exercise, and hands-on techniques to correct those imbalances and improve your posture. Remember that overcoming these imbalances is takes time and consistency is important, so be patient with yourself and stay committed to implementing these strategies. Over time, you'll see improvements in your posture, muscle balance, and overall well-being. The power of a neutral spine and pelvis lies in its ability to improve posture, balance, and overall body mechanics. The significance of maintaining a neutral spine and pelvis cannot be overstated. By ensuring proper alignment in these areas, we can alleviate unnecessary stress and strain on our bodies, promoting overall musculoskeletal health. Not only does a neutral spine and pelvis enhance our physical well-being, but it also plays a vital role in improving our posture, balance, and coordination whether it be during daily activities or intense workouts. Prioritizing a neutral spine and pelvis is crucial for preventing injuries and optimizing our body's performance. So let's embrace the power of a neutral spine and pelvis, unlocking a world of vitality, strength, and longevity. Keep striving for that perfect alignment. And remember, your body will thank you. Thanks again so much for joining me for this week's episode of the CoreCast. Make sure to tune in next week for another great episode. Follow the COREcast on all major podcast platforms or visit our website, www.core-fit.com and that's CORE with a K for great information and resources about Pilates fitness, health, wellness, and more. We've launched our CORE Fitness workout channel with virtual workouts at your fingertips and you can try a week for free. You can follow us on Instagram at core underscore fitness underscore AZ. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting our work by donating using the link provided at the bottom of the description. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.